Hello everybody, my name is Joelette and this is the Jumping at Frenchman podcast, Haunted County Countdown, episode 4, Sagadahawk County. It's a Seguin Lighthouse episode. Uh, this episode was requested by my family and friends and is one of the ghost stories that got me interested in ghost stories. We had this tape when I was younger that scared me when I was a kid. It started out simple, an episode of Fairly Odd Parents, an episode of Jimmy Neutron. It might have been one of the walking pants. It also had two episodes of Invader Zim. The first episode was Dark Harvest, which is a really spooky episode anyway. And the next one uh, was the one with the mech suit fight between Zim and Dib. I think both those were on there. It might have been... I might be mixing up two tapes. We had a lot of tapes when I was younger. Uh, but at the end of all those cartoons, for some reason, was History Channel's Haunted History main. Uh, it had a handful of stories in it, and, and one of those will be our final story today. Before we get to that, some fun facts. Sagadahawk County comes from the Abenaki name for what is now the Kennebec River and means Mouth of the Big River. The population estimate is 35,856 as of 2019. Our first story tonight to start the episode is a supposedly haunted cemetery in the town of Bowdoin. Uh, not to be confused with the college of the same name. Bowdoin was founded in 1788 and was originally called the West Bodingham Plantation. Allegedly, a young woman named Elizabeth, Lizzie for short, who practiced witchcraft, was sentenced to death in the 1800s. She is said to be buried in an unmarked grave in the middle of a circle of the cedar trees in the very back of the cemetery. According to the legend, that circle of cedar trees is cursed, and if you cross it, the curse follows you, killing you within the week. I'll link you to a video in the description, as well as some links to pictures, but there seems to be... Some kind of marker in the circle of trees. People reportedly leave offerings on the marker, one being a Portland Sea Dogs ticket, which I feel is an interesting choice. If you ever have been there, I would love to hear your stories. I will, I will not go there because I don't mess around with ghosts. <laughs> Alright, so that's a bit of a short story. On to the town of Bath and a supposedly haunted church that has a dark history. Winter Street Center was built in 1848. During the Spanish flu pandemic, the church was used as overflow for the crowded hospitals. Some guests have seen a child standing on a balcony, and recordings have picked up strange noises, and even a cry for help. And now for the final story of the one I teased earlier in the episode. Seguin is Maine's second oldest lighthouse. It was approved for construction by George Washington in 1795 and completed in 1797 as a wood-framed tower. It is one of Maine's most popular ghost stories. It's genuinely iconic for a myriad of reasons. In my opinion, it's because despite the lack of hard evidence that it happened to be so believable. Seguin Station Lighthouse is a large granite tower on the island of Seguin, just off the coast of Georgetown, Maine, in the mouth of the Kennebec River. At 52 feet tall and a focal height of 50 feet from sea level, the current structure was first lit in 1857. The grizzly tale begins right around that time. At some point in the early 1800s, a keeper brings his wife, 
onto the island with him. To keep her occupied, he has a piano brought to the island. But this came with a catch. The piano only came with one sheet of music. The wife began to play the same song over and over and over again. The man even offered to buy her new sheet music, but she didn't really catch the hint. Much like Stephen King's The Shining, this drove the keeper mad, so he did something drastic, to say the least. He picked up an axe and destroyed the piano. Maybe his wife caught him while he was destroying his gift to her, or maybe she was still playing it when he swung the hammers and strings. But he then proceeded to turn his axe on his wife. When he realized what he had done, he killed himself as well. Information itself on the Seguin uh, station light is shoddy. Leading many to believe that the story is false. But that is folklore for you. Many sailors in the area claim to still hear piano music on the island. You can visit the island via ferry, charter, or personal boat, if you so dare. Alright, that will do it. Um, before we go, I'd like to remind anyone planning on visiting the locations mentioned on this show in this series uh, to be respectful of the history there as well as other people's property. I also want to say that this episode was a bit thin, and I'm sorry. Uh, there wasn't much information or places available to write about. This is going to happen in less old or less populated counties. I have a master list, and there are a couple of counties with no haunted places listed. Those episodes are closer and closer every week, and I am, for one, terrified. So if, <laughs> so if you have spooky stories for me to tell, especially if they're in Franklin or Oxford County, please contact the show uh, on Facebook or on Twitter. You can like us and share and subscribe. I really post on Twitter. Uh, subscribe and ring the bell on YouTube because we're on YouTube now. Become a Patreon backer to get uh, episodes a day early, plus extensive exclusive content when everyone gets there. It's kind of dead right now. Hint, hint. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> you can email us at neatmooseproductions at gmail.com or message us on the Jumping Frenchman Podcast Facebook page. This has been the Jumping Frenchman Podcast. I have been Joe Olette. Uh, I love you all. Genuinely, I love you all for listening to my show. I hope you all have a wicked, freaking awesome day, bubs. Mwah.